0: And welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. My guest this week is veteran character actor, William Sanderson. William, probably best known for portraying E.B. Farnham on Deadwood. But he's had some amazing roles. Besides that, he was also in True Blood, New Heart. He was one of the brothers. who was Larry, obviously Larry. My brother Daryl, my the brother Daryl. He was in the cult movie Blade Runner, portraying J.F. Sebastian. And last year he wrote his autobiography, Yes, I'm That Guy the rough and tumble life of a character actor and earlier this year he announced his retirement from acting the autobiography is it's fantastic he's led a very interesting and colorful life and i hope you enjoy the conversation and check out the book as well So William, thank you so much for joining me today, and I really enjoyed your memoirs, Yep, I'm That Guy. Um very catchy title, and I imagine that's kind of happened to you a lot throughout your uh, career, huh? Running into that. Oh yeah, yeah, but I, people will say William
1: Sanderson is right for this role, and who? You know, he was in so and so and so and so, and, so, and, the, and the woman says, oh, that guy, you so. know, well, thank you for reading it. I got to tell you, though, I'll change the subject. Uh, your name,
0: I, it just uh, imprints so much, Fogelman. Yes. Because we had a philanthropist in Tennessee, and that's right. It gave so much. He gave so much money to the university that I went to, and uh, other charities. So. It's a good name man, yeah, unfortunately, not not part of those Vogelmans, but uh yeah it's it's definitely still good uh the the arena in Tulane is still named, right the Vogelman arena, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, well uh, I missed exactly what you said, but what you said about the arena yeah in in Tulane, it's still named the Vogelman arena, correct, yeah, yeah. yeah. things for the city oh that's Memphis. good right that's great yeah so you know growing up in Memphis you I mean in the book you had definitely had an interesting uh, childhood what kind of drew you to acting well it's a great question I, I uh, like my friends who became lawyers and doctors right. I,
1: I've got to do something <laughs> you know and I got the GI Bill so I chose law school but I stumbled into acting it was the production of hair next door in the undergraduate school and they were having so much fun and there were lots of girls, I uh, hate to say, but mm-hmm. in, our, in my class in law school, I, uh, there were no women, so it was a break. But <laughs> right. then I hung around and they asked me to do a graduate production, and, but then I got in the class locally and I said, this is fun. Uh, but I, to answer your question, I stumbled in it. I went to see plays in high school. Uh, I just uh, too shy to get involved in that.
0: Right. I thought I was going to be an athlete until I realized they're much bigger and faster than I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like you had one of the you know a bunch of really go- you know great quotes in the book, and one of them was like, "I'm basically a Chihuahua, a scrawny kid who likes to think he's tough." I want to hang out with the pit bulls. Yeah, well, it was a fairly tough neighborhood,
1: but a tougher neighborhood would bring their kids over to play sandlot football. Right. And uh, uh, unfortunately, I chose the wrong (laughs) people to try to emulate going through junior high and so forth. Uh, I always had friends that were straight-A students, but I thought, Guys intrigue me that steal cars and stuff.
0: And so, but life turned out pretty good for me. Yeah, absolutely. And like another quote, you had um, one of your teachers say Bill is either going to go to prison or be a big success. And definitely yeah. the latter happens. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mrs. Riley, she probably said that to a million people. But <laughs> I uh,
1: was way out of control as a teenager. And I went to my probation officer after I got out of the Army. I said, well, this hurt me if I go to law school. And he said something I loved. that uh, If we all have to answer for what we did as kids, it'd be no lawyers, doctors. So mm-hmm. I should interject. I never
0: took the bar exams. So right. I'm, just got the degree. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Will you stop me when I get long winded? Oh no, you're 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 fine. Yeah, absolutely, you're fine. But yeah, I mean, we all got a story, right? A- a- absolutely, absolutely. Some a little more uh, interesting to tell, but yeah, we all we all have a story. <laughs> but um, what really fascinating was your obsession with uh, Elvis.
1: Yeah, that was kind of private to me, and one other person that was my entree. He great athlete, but he couldn't stay eligible. you know, but he sure had a pipeline to when Elvis was going out, and he's good friends of a gospel group who would tell him, and he'd tell me, Max Wardlow, he died swimming in the Mississippi, oh, wow. I guess he thought he could swim, and he was a great swimmer. Right. But anyway, that was Max, and that turned me on to where Elvis would be late at night, and I. Stalked him, I guess. I came up with that word. I thought I was just a fan. Right. He was pretty fascinating. And to start out when I was in grade school and watch him become the highest paid entertainer in the world, I said, well, he lives right here. He went to this poor school. And I go to an upper-middle-class high school where white students transfer from private schools so they can take Russian or something. (laughs) I don't know. And the office was kind. He was kind to me. He's kind to everybody. The fans. Yeah. I guess people
0: know that. And my wife has told me quit talking about him, they'll know how old you are. <laughs> no, it's 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 fascinating. You know, no matter how old you are, and you know, even you know, you even turned him down to share some Pepsi with, with him with him. That, that was pretty amazing. The uh, yes, he was fun to be around. Right.
1: And uh, uh, you know, ultimately. Going in the army, he did uh, make an impression. He could have uh, gotten in special services or gotten out of it.
0: Right. Uh, but I there was a
1: younger Elvis up until the early '60s, and then I wasn't around. I moved from Memphis after school law school. But it's very sad. Uh,
0: very sad his passing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he led a short but uh, certainly interesting life. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I know. Um, I'm gonna touch on you know upon some roles because I know you don't have a a lot of time, and I can probably talk to you all day if I had to. Um, I guess we'll kind of go um with your one of your first auditions, which I thought was pretty pretty fascinating. This was for Savage Weekend, where you actually punched um, yeah, the producer's yeah. <laughs> husband. That, that one played the town crazy the worst one was fight for your life but savage Week, oh yeah i wrote in there about uh that my agent i was first one thank you <laughs> my agent said billy no, this is not a play this, this movie you gotta make a big impression so may i tell you what i did so, oh absolutely yeah i well i put a smoker's jacket on that i'd found in my apartment and Village and took the subway. I think I had one flip-flop
1: on, <laughs> and uh, it looked like many street crazes that you see in Manhattan, and I sat down outside the producer's office in a, in a famous building, Manny Eisenberg's office. It was all known. I put a cigarette probably in on one side of my nose, and they called the, uh, someone called the security, said there's a guy out here scaring people. The director, who became my friend, and I've written about him, his picture's in the book. He asked me if I was all right. (laughs) What was I doing? He asked me if I was all right after I read. I told him, and they let me read. Uh, I think the guy chewed tobacco, but I didn't have any, so I chewed a cigarette or something. I don't know. uh, Young NYU... Master's student wrote a paper about it, but David had done everything. The director, David Paulson, became a famous writer on Dallas. And right, actually, he he wasn't intimidated,
0: but other people thought I was wacko, <laughs> and they're probably right. <laughs> but, uh I I, loved, I I played a number of town crazies, and I used some of them in uh, auditions for Newhart. Right now, even before like New Newhart, did you even think that, like you were being typecast, or was that even an issue for you? Shoot, I didn't didn't wasn't smart enough to think about it. <laughs> uh, after I got off the Newhart show, they had, people in the industry knew me as a
1: Appalachian type or a hillbilly. <laughs> I was concerned, but initially I was just trying to get parts where I could get videos or footage of myself. And because they told me you got to show them something in California, how hard will they work for you if you haven't seen
0: you? Right. So, but pardon my long windedness again. Uh, I was obviously taking played a lot of idiots in <laughs> plays that
1: none of my friends would do because, right. but I needed to learn. I didn't know much about acting. I thought I did yeah. come to New York with a law degree, and uh, two to, uh, DD 214 discharge from army. I thought I knew a lot, but I
0: didn't right. know anything. Right. I mean, there are some fascinating stories in the book and I don't want to, you know, ruins so everyone. Just, you know, uh, go get the book. Yes, I'm that guy. But there's some like, you know, roles that you had uh, maybe you. Some people don't even really talk about, it, and I'll bring up a, a voice acting role you had, Doctor Rossum on uh Batman the Animated Series, which is probably one of the best animated uh, shows of all time. Which show? Ba- uh, no. Batman, the the animated oh, series. You yeah, read, yeah, I yeah, That was fun. I mean, the cast or all time, you know, impressive people. Yeah. You're, you're talking about the cartoon, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was um. Yeah, th- that show still holds up even today as being one of like the best uh, animated shows of all time.
1: No wonder you did so well talking to Noel because, you know, I've been do 2,000 commercials and hundreds of voices. I may have worked
0: with him, I'm pretty sure, but thank you for remembering that. Oh, of course. I was scared you were talking about a Batman I had to turn down with Tommy Lee Jones and Val Kilmer broke my heart. But, oh, yeah. Uh,
1: thank you. For, yeah, the cartoons... In
0: spite of my voice, uh, it worked. To right. Get some books on tape and cartoons. Yeah. Now, spe- speaking of like you know, books on tape and stuff, was there even uh, thought about doing a, an audio version of your book? Yeah, there's a
1: number of people ask me, and a guy said, "Come and we'll <clears throat> will do it," and but. Getting my wife to fly to California with me—they do
0: it here, but I trust him, and I haven't ruled it out. Thank you for asking. You think it's a decent idea? Oh, I do. I mean, because you know the stories—I mean, they're great to read, but I think with your you know personal touch, I I think it would be you know even more entertaining to hear them. Well, I wish you could produce it, but (laughs) it is hard. Uh, Although the pandemic kept me from right. Thanks again. I, uh,
1: it gave me an excuse. It's hard to fly. But I, I would like to do
0: an e book. Is it what you call it? Uh, uh, I guess an audio book, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. We, we, uh, but nowadays, I don't like to go anywhere without my wife. Right. And, Smart. <laughs> uh,
1: I am so glad that she chose to move back to Pennsylvania. She, All her family is here. And she, she is. Tries to do the right thing, and she wanted to be near her mom and her grandfather. Right. To help keep them comfortable before they
0: passed on. Oh. Okay.
1: And and to keep me from making an idiot of myself. I guess she says mm-hmm. I've become a bit of a grumpy old
0: man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. She, I mean, you know, according to the book, she definitely was like a grounding influence on you. So I mean, I'm very you know, uh, yeah, fortunate I, you got I her. Right.
1: Uh, you know, well, she tries to do the right thing, and that's uh, something I hardly thought about it, you know. What is it? Bill Murray said something. When you get famous, you got two years
0: to be a, I'll call it a-hole. Right. Then in two years, if you haven't started behaving,
1: uh, it's too late. Yeah. But, uh, I, uh, you know, there's a... Uh, a lot of a lot of temptation in Hollywood and when you're doing well and I had periods where I did very well and I would believe the
0: flattery what can I say right <laughs> yeah and you mentioned uh, Tommy Lee Jones and you certainly worked with him a ton uh, I like the line you said it was a love-hate relationship you loved yeah. him he hated you <laughs> yeah uh, the
1: Said, well, we have a love of And he said, uh, aren't they all? Tommy yeah. Lee. <laughs> but Tommy is a great director. He'd only directed me in a play. I right. uh, did seven projects with him somehow. Yeah. And then some of them he would recommend another actor, it just turned out. But I, the one I missed was uh, the Batman he did, which I would love to do because of the fireworks between him and.
0: Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, I
1: I read about and that. And John Frankenheimer, and he yeah. wouldn't let me out of rehearsals. So okay. I had to tell Joel Schumacher
0: that I didn't couldn't do the film. Uh, John you, Frankenheimer just said, "When it rains, it pours." Right. <laughs> of course. What 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 role I, were you supposed to get for that movie? Do you remember? I'm sorry. Do you know? What you, role? Yeah. I don't know because I I think he was like a bank guard or something. Okay. But Joel tried to uh, get even with
1: me. He said you'd have made a lot of money because it went over. And I looked the guy up that took the role. I hate to admit it, but <clears throat> he's a really good actor. But just to work with Tommy Lee and try to stay out of trouble. And
0: the residuals. The residuals no, of course. Are quite nice. Yeah, I'm now, sure. Over the years, whether the movie is considered not one of the best
1: or not. You want to work with Val Kilmer again? I worked
0: with him. Yes, you do. And then, uh, you know, if nothing else, I say I'm, I'm still alive, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, that's for sure. But at least you got to work with Joel Schumacher the again, right? Or and yeah. the, the client. Yeah. Tommy didn't want me to talk, and so right. he, he stopped there. But we had a lot of fun shooting the
1: client in Memphis with Susan Sarandon and Tommy Lee. Yeah. And uh, a, a
0: wonderful cast. Right. But a dream come true in that I went back to my hometown to shoot, Put some heartbreaking things too that I'll spare you. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't want to make it painful. So. Oh well. No. I'll try to make it quick. He, Joel had promised. I'll take some of your la- classmates and put them. Oh, in that's right. In yeah. That was in the book. It. So they wore tuxes and brought their wives, and
1: all of them changed their do- docket. There were six. But when and they sat around, as they make background players do, and they, he came and said, I'm sorry, Billy, we have to put the mayor in the scene. Well, it was a French restaurant in the Peabody Hotel, so I was embarrassed. And, but in a sense, gave me a joy. He told well, me, needle me. He'd call me uh, Miss Blue Eye. <laughs> gave me the glasses I had made to another actor. Oh, he'd never wear those kind those were my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got even with Joel. I said, "No, I'm not gonna take your film. I know Bono, the musician. Everybody in town wanted
0: to be in it, but uh, not available." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you worked with like you know so many you know talented directors and you know producers and you know actors. Um, I guess we'll start with Blade Runner. Um, when oh, it, yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. Oh, of course. Nice yeah I mean I guess when I mean I was I don't want to age you know myself make you feel old but I didn't first see it when it you know first came out I I was like seven but uh, you know a couple years later uh, it didn't really do well at first and you know it just kind of built this cult following you know in the years after its release
1: yeah yeah it was called a fascinating failure by a famous uh, critic but in time some of the things that Ridley had done with the riots in L.A. and the city on overload came true. Right. And uh, it it just, uh, I'm so grateful it's generated jobs, and uh, Ridley Ridley Scott, the director, is something of a visionary. and. Character who was a genius type. I still wonder what he cast me for. He might say to me, Do you know how you come up on the end of the line when you say it? You know, like you,
0: when you read it to me, and I, I don't even know what he's talking about. right? Yeah. Thank God for Ridley Scott. Yeah, and I like the part that uh neither one of you read the book in preparation for the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't bragging.
1: You know, I just come off a thing called Scared Straight, which is a different project, you know, where they scare the
0: prisoners. Right. But he asked me another question that, that really frightened me Did you see Alien? <laughs> and I said, No. Well, these days, most actors I know will get all the information they can before they go in. Right. Come. But somehow, I got lucky. <laughs> yeah, no, good thing you did. Your your, your role was great, you know, Sebastian, and you know the, the movie is 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 fantastic. And um, yeah, it's you know even now it's well, still built a cult following. Yeah, it, uh,
1: it could have been better. I was supposed to die on the screen. Right.
0: Really, um, I think. Oh, I'm
1: boring you with that, but Rutger Howard, who was
0: Great in the movie. Oh, fantastic. Didn't want to do any more violence. Oh, okay. But
1: when he re-released it or they recut it, I can't keep up. We just went to
0: Westwood in California and L.A. to see if I was still in it. (laughs) 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 I know. There's so many versions of it. (laughs) Luckily, I was. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like the final cut, the final, final cut, the final, final, final cut. Yeah. There's just so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, then, you know, Newhart, I guess, you know, the role that kind of, you know, really made you famous, you know, uh, Larry, um, how, how, Yeah. yeah, how much of that, personally did you bring to that role, and how much of it was kind of, you know, on the page? Well, the wardrobe, which I wore
1: for eight seasons, is pretty much what I wore in there, and, uh. I had put a quarter in my ear co right. Coal Miner's Daughter because I was selling moonshine. So I put a quarter in my ear, and they didn't even see it. They never commented on it. They saw it later, but I just uh, had played a character in New York that uh, he was insane. <laughs> he was a drunk, but he had insight. In, he was a slightly insane, but he had insight into what was going on. I put some of that in it some of the town crazy from the movie and I don't know any of the three guys could have played the
0: role they just uh, again a lot of it's luck right (laughs) I mean John Bowles and Tony Papinfoos played the brothers right I'm very grateful they had a great theater background and knew more about acting than I did (laughs) and they still do yeah (laughs) you still keep in touch with them Uh, yeah uh
1: Tony, who, even when we did, had done a hundred plays and John studied in England. Yeah, we're in touch. Uh, John's uh, a little more extrovert and Tony's a little more of an introvert. Right. They're quite different. They're characters. I ran for mayor on New Heart Show and Folstad, uh, my other brother, Daryl LeBlanc, <laughs> voted for
0: me. And then Tony did not vote. Tony, the producer said, "Oh, I don't know if you'd vote. He said, "Oh no, no, I'd never vote for <laughs> him." They had different characters, but they and tough jobs. Right? Did you? I mean, I know like it was pretty much like supposed to be a one-off uh, guest starring role that kind of you know made it series regular. But did you even think that you would be playing that role for what was it eight seasons? Oh no,
1: no, and. By the time they had brought in a number of writers by the, at the end of the show, I was relieved because they weren't writing what we felt they should write. And Bob Newhart himself said none of them could write for the show. I'm not mentioning any names. Right. We got lazy. I got overweight. And then you get. I was lucky to escape it. I could work with Tommy Lee Jones again, and he'd say, You're acting for shoulders up that tv show and, hmm. and so i'm i'm just extremely grateful that having been on that show i'm not tom hanks i didn't go from that show and <laughs> become a superstar right but i did survive and that's part of what the book is about yeah. and
0: i i if i can get carried away a minute you can edit it uh, right of course yeah uh i uh
1: I I told this group in uh, West Virginia they were so nice they listened and there was a uh, at a library <clears throat> and I said that <clears throat> I, I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. Hollywood can
1: be a cruel mistress. I feel happy and grateful to have survived her. In fact, if there's a happier character out there, I want to meet him. And then something about I hope you enjoy the
0: behind the scenes stories of the great stars, actors, and writers. But yeah, they're, they're
1: carried away with myself, but there's just so much out there when you're
0: working, and No, of especially course. if you're traveling. I'm so happy my wife always traveled with me. Right, no, that's good, I mean, because you had a lot of interesting stories in the book, you know? Thank you. Prior man. to her, but yeah. Um, when, when well, you. I, I'm just amazed you were because I know you were very, very busy, and I could tell from your emails, so. Oh no, I, of course, I, yeah. I, Oh, no, I, you know, I'm glad I even, I wish, you know, I, I knew about it sooner, you know, but before reaching out to you about it. But I'm so glad I did because it was definitely, you know, a, a fascinating read. And I uh, recommend everyone reading it because, you know, it's it's a fun read and it shares a lot of great stories. and. Uh, well, I had helped Ray Richmond.
1: Pages. I don't like to say that, but I right. needed somebody to
0: organize it, and yeah. primarily, nothing would happen without Sharon. No, of course. I was not sober all the time. And right. only quit when
1: I got into the book, quit completely. I would just sip and sell myself. But I had to quit drinking, man. I'll bore people. <laughs> White guy, straight,
0: doesn't drink, old. Right. <laughs> I'll bore people to death. But but I think more clearly when I don't drink. No, that's good. Are you surprised that you actually remembered some of the stories?
1: Yeah, yeah, but I spent uh, two, three years putting it down. Right. Yeah, and I left out a lot. I, yeah. Someone said what you leave out is more important, but I'd like to put it in. If they think that was self-destructive, <laughs> they don't tell you some of the stupid things. That's why I keep saying grateful you. I uh, was my own worst enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones would say, not as long as I'm alive. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I don't know why. Uh, just I'm, I'm kind of happy. we got investments. I don't
0: have to work. That's great. Uh, but the road's getting more narrow, Noel. No. Am I pronouncing it right? Yes. Noel. Yes, you are. I've, I, I love your yeah. name. Thank anyway, you. you can cut out my long windedness. Oh no, you're you're fine. A- absolutely. But I have to talk about uh you know Deadwood which oh. is one of my you know favorite shows ever. Well, and um that was a gift. Yeah. Uh, David Milch and Walter Hill who directed the pilot. Right. Thank you. Of course. We had such wonderful actors, didn't we? Yeah, I, I've you know I had a couple on. I, you know, I had Jerry Jewell on. I had Earl Brown on. Um, oh, both, yeah, yeah, both you know fascinating. Well, I liked them both, and then, in fact, I liked the cast. They hated me, but why? <laughs> they hated my character. Well, yeah. I wrote the book. They hate me more, but yeah. I don't. Long as somebody wants to kill you, yeah. I mean, you haven't succeeded unless somebody wants to kill you. Exactly. The producer said. Right. Ernie Billstein, something like that. Right, and you—you—you you gonna you—you you like Deadwood? Uh, the writing, David Milch, unfortunately, is very. Yeah, rare. I know. Yeah, the, the writing. I mean, the cast. I mean, it was the actors were casted perfectly in that. And like you mentioned, everyone hated you or your character. Well, that was that was the job when you, and you nailed it. You know. They, yeah, but uh, I, I think about it to this day. Uh, I love. But um
1: Stevie Wonder said now, he's talking about fans but right. they somebody said it to him, uh the blind singer. Yeah. He said, What do you think about what your fans think of you now that you're doing this or that? And he said, I don't know what they think about me, I just know what I think about them. Hmm. That you know, I give him
0: a lot of credit. He's got a he's got a soul. Right, yeah. But I didn't mention Ian McShane and Timothy Oliphant and Molly Parker and Paul. I uh, could just go on and on. And of course Earl.
1: Earl even bought a book by mistake. He bought two books. <laughs> yeah. So I owe him two favors, I
0: guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, just don't let him know about the mistake. You know, so he doesn't return it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, yes, David Milch.
1: You know, it reminds me of Picasso. This woman told a man she didn't like Picasso. And the man ran to Picasso and said, that woman doesn't like you. And Picasso said, which one? <laughs> David was more than one person. Right. He was partially all those characters he wrote. And uh, I think he was a genius type. And uh, I'm sorry that he was ill and I know he wanted to, say
0: so much but uh, I met Blind Hog, who found the acre yeah. you know the cliche right yeah, Blind Hog- yeah. but I mean I'm, I'm glad he, you know he was well enough to, uh, to at least make the movie which yeah. everyone was yeah. grateful about oh, I hate to talk about that
1: the movie yeah I got one script and we shot something else but Earl had a great part it was cut
0: Molly I had a great part. Right. Uh, Not uh, Paula. Paula, Paula. Had, and they cut a lot of things, but the public still overall got to see some resolution. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of hard, you know, to kind of resolve everything in a two-hour movie like that. That you know, there were so many different uh, plot points, but at least you yeah. know, at least we all got yeah. something. Do Wait. you think? So? Right. And I never worried about directors, different directors, uh, within reason. I'd still try to please them. Yeah. <laughs> but David saw that I appeared in the sh- all the shows, and only Ian and I. Right.
1: But we had several bosses on the movie. Okay. You know, two bosses can capsize.
0: Both. Absolutely.
1: Uh, you imagine four. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I think we had seven or eight. But listen, wow. my wife hates when I say something.
0: I'm guy on earth. No. no, that's good. You know, everyone should be, you know, as as lucky as you. Definitely, you've, you've led a great life, and it's a fabulous book. And it sounds like you have it. You know, an even you know greater yeah, might, life. Uh, detractors might disagree with you, but <laughs> I make peace, man. Yeah, that's great. I uh,
1: just want to see the grandchild graduate
0: from high school, and there's four of them. So oh wow, nice. Uh, Already, but you
1: know that the, yeah, I take one day at a time. I, if you take out the cliches, I'll tell
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Sometimes you know they're cliches for a reason. why you know, I they work. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, you're not using them, and I am. But um, I liked your interview with Rob. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, he's yeah he's he's a great guy, and he, you know he overcame a, a lot of uh, health issues, and I'm glad uh, he's doing oh, and well. I'm so glad
1: that's what i'm trying
0: to say you know uh, we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow no yeah that's for sure but um William, i really appreciate your time today i mean i could probably talk to you all day and you know all, all your fascinating stories but i'll repeat it again everyone go get the book yes i'm that guy it's on kindle It's like on amazon and uh, read it. You'll laugh. You'll. It's. It's a very thoughtful, entertaining book at William's life, and um, he's got so many roles. Well, you. You know that. Uh, I just thank you very much, and you know you're on the way up. I think I'm on, on the way down. Oh, stop it! Gives me something to be proud of. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Enjoy those grandkids. All right, and thanks again, and uh, I hope to talk to you another time. I'm sure you're. You've got a bright future. Take care, Noah. Take care, William. Thank you so much. And a special thanks to William for joining me today. I mean, I could have spoken to him all day. He's, he's amazing. It's so many great stories. Go check out his autobiography. Yes, I'm that guy. It's everywhere. And if you have a guest suggestion, you can hit me up on Twitter at the TheFirstNoel19 or like the page Living My Youth on Facebook. Go to iTunes, check out all the best episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and view the show. Don't have iTunes, not a problem. show can be found on SoundCloud, Podbean, TuneIn, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. A new episode comes in every week. Stay safe, everybody, and don't forget to vote.